What's up, everybody? This is Zach. And Amy. And Judah. With Be A Light. Shad is off selling llamas. <laughs> Gallivanting. <laughs> he is partying like it's 1990. He's doing the polka. He's with family. Yes, he's on <laughs> vacation with family. He's being a good boy, everybody. Doing the polka. Like, <laughs> I'm talking about the literal polka. He would never do that. You don't know his deep times. Oh, no. <laughs> Someone photoshopped Chad. <laughs> <laughs> and later hosen. Yeah. Oh, book. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, no. Um, we're so glad that you're here. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about no compromises. None. None at all. Zilch. None. Um, and I, if you haven't already, Go like the page. Yes. All that good stuff. We put follow. out. Yes. Like, follow the trifecta. Uh-huh. And if you want to be part of the trinity, uh-huh. you got to share the page. Got to share it. <laughs> Sharing <laughs> is caring. Yes. Uh, do all the good stuff. We put out good content each and every day. So make sure you're checking it out. Uh, we've got live streams. We've got posts. We've got videos and all them things. So there's the plug. All that good stuff. No compromises none this kind of springboards off of i think your live stream from saturday about no excuses which Mm -hmm. great live stream not just saying that because you're here we just had to change one word so it sounded a little bit better so it's totally different it's exactly the same (laughs) 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 what i'm gonna say i was but it, it was it was a really good live stream and hit a lot of things that people need to hear yeah Mm -hmm. um and i think we're going to dive deep on no compromises kind of go at it at different angles and everything uh not to be confused with the ingles which are on little house on the prairie um (laughs) one of those retro jokes (laughs) (laughs) that was for you Teresa dykes (laughs) (laughs) hey i like little house on the prairie but i know she will get it I, I Those know. Those jokes are for her. It went over my head. You ever watched Little House on the Prairie? No. Like with... Uh, I'm a child. <laughs> We're going to have to learn you, boy. We're going to have to learn you. Um, so since you suggested it, kick it off. No compromises. Oh, man. I'm going to use all my material in like five minutes. Um, we'll so- just mention like... Do like a section and then we'll try to vet off of them. If you guys can get a word in, you know how I do. Oh, okay. I'll just be converse <laughs> Judah, be conversational. Be Never. Like, be like Jesus. He wanted to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> be like Jesus. Oh, uh, no. The main, main thing I was talking about, because like we always think, like, okay, what are we talking about this week? We're always trying to figure that out. I just threw it out there and everyone's like, yeah, okay, yeah, we can do that. Sure. Um, the main thing. I was thinking about when I thought of no compromise is what I'm growing in right now currently is not compromising my thought life, mm-hmm. not allowing, you know, little secret thought life here, meditations on things that aren't good. Paul talks about meditate on the, those things that are good, uplifting, mm-hmm. encouraging, mm-hmm. think on good things. Um, there's in what would stem from not compromising in your thought life would be, you know, you wouldn't compromise in other areas because everything stems from your thought life. First it's a thought, then it becomes an action. And so, because it says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. 
So as you meditate on things, it's going to be, it's going to manifest in your life, whether you want it to or not. If we're constantly thinking negative, dreary, down, all these things there, mm-hmm. we're going to constantly be negative, dreary, down. We're going to filter everything through a negative lens. The sun can come up and we'll be like, man, it's too bright today. Mm. And it's literally the sun. It doesn't do anything else but come <laughs> up. And we can be angry at the sun. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have the tendency to live in that kind mm-hmm. of negative mentality because uh, it's just like when you're we're teaching or whatever, a kid will, if you say something positive, it will lift them up. But if you say something negative, like, it just crushes them mm-hmm. because the negative usually outweighs the positive, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why it's... Uh, kind of a teaching thing where you get four positives and one negative. Yeah. Mm. And that kind of like is supposed to outweigh it and everything. But it's very easy to get in that mentality. Yes. Um, and uh, just a, a verse, I can't remember exactly where it is, but the from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Yep. Mm. And whatever we put in, if it's good, that's going to come out. If yep. it's bad, if we're watching uh, stuff that we shouldn't be watching, that's going to be inside yeah. of us and that's going to just keep manifesting. You know, if we're doing you know, that that sort of stuff. So, and one thing I'll say along with that is, it's not that even that you're taking in bad content. Maybe you're taking in too much content. Mm. I've talked with people who they literally say, "When it gets silent, I don't like my thoughts." Mm-hmm. That's something you need to address right then and there. Mm. If you need some stimulus going all the time because you're afraid to be alone with your own thoughts. Be alone with your own thoughts yeah. and take control. It says to take every vain thought and uh, imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Take it and mm-hmm. cast it down. You know those aren't your thoughts. You know you have to. That's why we we renew our minds by the washing of the water of the word. We get the truth in our mind to counteract those thoughts, so that we can actually sit in silence. I used to not be able to sit in silence either because of that same thing I just said. I was mm-hmm. one of those people. But I've talked with other people who've been the same way. Yeah. And that's so it's really important if we can get to a place where we can be still because it says be still and know that I am God. You know, be quiet, be calm yourself down. There's there's times where we need to sit and contemplate. Yeah. And if we don't have if we're not able to sit down and contemplate on things, we can't meditate on his word day and night because we're too busy letting our thoughts go everywhere or we yeah. don't want to hear our thoughts. So we we put music in our ears at all times. We have a TV show going. I'm guilty of this because I'll have something going from the moment I wake up. To the moment I go to sleep, I purposely on the way over here turned my, my, even though I was listening to someone preach, I turned them off. I turned everything off and just sat in silence because I wanted to see what thoughts tried to come into my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to add anything on that? Um, no, I was just thinking like, because <clears throat> um, I know there was a long time, especially with like having, with the growth of like, personal devices. Um, I know, especially like in, um, like, well, most of college, it was like, I needed to have a laptop and something that I was, or my phone and something I was like watching or to go to sleep or whatever. And, um, cause I mean, it was just like, I had to have something distract me because it, for me, it was like, I'm, I'm just going off of what you're saying. Just like when I would go to sleep, it's like, that's when like 
the whole day would like flashback, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, it's I mean, it still happens, but it's like now like I can use it as like if something comes up in my thoughts, it's like seeing that as an opportunity to give it to God and not sit there and dwell on it and let mm-hmm. it keep me up. And, yeah. um, you know, I've gotten to where it's like, okay, I'm putting the phone away now. Um, and I mean, I mean, cause now like <coughs> there's so many studies, like even the iPhone has like a night setting for, I mean, this is actually really not healthy, like to be looking at all those different device lights and everything, mm-hmm. laptop, phone, tablet, whatever. And it's like, it's not just, um, I mean, it, it's all coming from trying to distract ourselves from what we think are like the dark thoughts within ourselves. And it's like, we feel like we're like these poison beings and we try to like numb ourselves from that and forget that that's there or something. But it's like, it's like we aren't damaged. We aren't poisoned. We aren't, you know, there there might be things that we need to deal with, Mm -hmm. but, um, I think a lot of people, it's like, I don't, I can't control my thoughts. And I know that was a huge thing for me for a long time. Um, Zach can attest to that. Um, it was like, because I dealt with anxiety. I know Judy, you've talked about dealing with that and Zach has as well. Like, it's just like, oh, I don't have control (coughs) over my thoughts, but we do. We have the renewed mind of Christ and it's like, um, but I mean, not compromising, like it, it definitely is like not allowing the devil to influence our thoughts and compromising in our minds, not partnering with a lie. Um, I know for me, like it's been like sometimes like there'll be a situation and something that was in my heart that I wasn't aware of will come up and it's like, Oh, I didn't know that that was there. (laughs) Like, You know what I mean? And it's like, and that's not saying like, Oh, I didn't know that I was secretly a bad person or something like that, but it's yeah. just like there's something that I need to deal with and it's because I don't want to be compromised in who I am. It's like okay, I'm going to I'm going to pray about this and I'm going to allow the Lord to show me how to work this out or I'm going to just give it to him and sh- you know, it's like God tell me what you think about this, tell me the truth about this. Um, and I think in doing that, it's like we line ourselves up with who we're supposed to be. And I mean, that's also, you know, taking our thoughts captive, Mm -hmm. but it's like, um, like Zach was just saying, you know, what is in a man's heart, it comes out of his mouth. And, Mm -hmm. but what's in our heart, like it, is manifesting up here in our minds. Yeah. Because so. when, when it talks about hard, it's talking about your mind, will, and emotions. Right, so, right. Yeah, it's talking about the whole and all those things. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> kind of taking it in a different way, um, 
not compromising on our stance, like in our beliefs, or, mm-hmm. um, and I think this is something that I'm still walking out. It's something that I've definitely got better at mm-hmm. um, in the last six months. But I remember when I was afraid. I, I'm talking about afraid to post anything on Facebook about God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. I don't know exactly where it is, but if it says, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Mm -hmm. And so I started stepping out and started posting things. And now it's easy as breathing. (laughs) But for the longest time, it was, what what is everybody going to think? Yeah. You know, because a lot of people knew who I was, who I used to be. Mm -hmm. They didn't know... The new me, uh, the saved me, the sanctified me uh, through Jesus. And it's, you know, I had to get past that because it really doesn't matter what they think. Um, But I think it also goes past just social media. It's when we have conversations with people. It's, you know, not compromising on our beliefs, but Mm -hmm. also showing them love. Like, I'm not saying, like, bring your Bible to work and... (coughs) And beating your coworkers with a Bible, mm-hmm. literally or figuratively. I'm not saying that, but you know, when you see somebody that looks down, lift them up. Yeah, that's what God would do. That's what Jesus mm-hmm. would do is lift them up. And it might be just, hey, how are you doing? You know, this morning, you know, just do something that is a positive in their day because you don't mm-hmm. know what happened before they got to work. Yeah. You know, I've definitely had days where it was like everything was trying to go wrong. Yeah. And just hearing somebody say, you know, good morning, and not in the obligatory way because we have, yeah. you know, everybody's like, good morning, good morning. Yep. But, you know, when someone's legitimately glad to be alive, yeah. it helps. And I think just starting at that point, I remember the first time um, I was talking to one of my principals. And he was saying that his shoulder was hurting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I looked at him and I was like, I'll be praying for you. Yeah. He was kind of like, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, me just stepping out. I was like, you can fire me if you want. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I'm, you know, wanting to, you know, not compromise on what God is telling mm-hmm. me to do. And there's so many times that I have yeah. when God's like, you need to say this to this person. I was like, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. And that's that's a that's a hard one for me is to just jump out there sometimes. And once you get in the flow, because that's actually so. Once you get in the flow of like stepping out in that area or just being more vocal, because you're not, you know, like you're saying, he's not talking about being vocal. Like you just have to put Jesus in every sentence. You yeah, have to make sure you know you say Jesus loves you every person you ever meet. But just taking those chances, if someone says, hey, oh, man, my back hurts. Hey, well, hey, man, you don't going to say, you know, oh, can I? And it's like, hey, can I pray for you? If they say no, you move on. Generally, in my experience, the, the people who say no are few and far between, and they're typically Christians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one no. Yeah. Um, it's rare for me to have someone who's not a believer say no. Usually, they're going to say yes um, they usually, they are taken aback by it. They're like, Oh, oh, oh what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. I've never had anybody. Ask, what do I do? Do I close my eyes? Do I look up? Do I look down? Do I look left? Do I look right? And I'm like, just, just stand still. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just <laughs> stand. We're good. Just don't do anything. Um, 
And and just even little things like that or, you know, just saying, you know, saying good morning or just not being – I think that's really a good point because we, we think the whole world, because of the way the news portrays it, we think the whole world is, like, out against Christians. Granted, mm-hmm. are there a lot of people that are out against Christians? Yes. Mm-hmm. But the majority of people out there really aren't. Yeah. They're looking for actual Christians. They're looking yeah. for people who actually represent Christ well. They're because they've seen plenty who haven't. So they actually want to find someone who actually does. And you know, it can be real and you know, it can be you live a life with them, joke with them, um, but still be the same but different, you know, in this world but not of this world. Um, so don't be afraid to step out, especially if the people you love, man, just they love you. You love them. Just step out and encourage them. You don't have to quote a scripture to them. You can learn how to speak scripture without even saying it's a scripture. Um, you can just be loved. Just be love in their life. Be consistent. Be stable. Um, be confident in who you are and who God's made you. Get in his word so that when the, those times come up, when they say they're sick or their whole world's crashing down around them, you won't compromise in that moment because you don't feel, you don't feel holy enough. You don't feel righteous enough. You'll have the mm. word in you that says he became sin. This is, he, You might become the righteousness of God or Ephesians. It says he predestined you to be holy and blameless in his sight. Or that he says, you know, all authority and power has been given to me. Now go. Or with God, all things are possible. You have these things to go back on. So when those lies come, you can go, no, that's not the truth. And you'll be able to step out because you're not stepping out in your own ability. In mm. that moment, you're able to step out on the truth of the word. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. And I just show people that you're there because mm-hmm. I know I have a lot of students over the years. Like I've, you know, even before I got saved, people would they would come to me and ask my advice or just want me to listen to them and everything. And um, it's just become a part of my job. Is yeah. kind of like a mental health counselor at yeah times. <laughs> it happens and you know it it's not me you know well in proverbs yeah you know it says this about the situation it's like you know taking those examples that we've mm-hmm. learned in the scripture and finding the one that applies to what's going on with them yeah and you know sh- doing it through love not mm-hmm. like you're going to hell because of this because <laughs> you got to have that rasp in your voice when you say that <laughs> um but it's it's showing them love through the scripture because yeah. that's how the scripture was written it was from a place of love mm-hmm. it wasn't like I'm going to burn you all to the ground. I've made you so you worship me and I can kill you. <laughs> you know, it's none of that stuff. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not making Chick-fil-A references tonight, so. Oh, you I'm, just made one. <laughs> how did I make one? By saying you're not going to make Chick-fil-A references. You reference Chick-fil-A. Oh, well. You were going to talk about a different way of not compromising. You were talking about dreams earlier. Yes. Um... <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm like sitting over here just thinking of school and ways that God's um, asked me to step out. Um, Because I think that's probably the one of the biggest things is not compromising in how I show love, Um, choosing not to be offended. Um, I know. 
there was a period where like I had to I wake up every morning and like thoughts would start coming to my mind about um, just things and people that I did not like. And it was yeah. like, <clears throat> I was like, nope, I've forgiven those people. I rid of all bitterness, rage, anger. I had to quote mm-hmm. that scripture yeah. and pray it and, and, you know, every day it got a little bit easier and every day, it, you know, and, and there's still times when I have to pray that when something tries to come up and it's like, no, because like you were saying, it's like, you never know, you never know why somebody is doing something, um, what they're going through, what they're feeling. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's something that I would never would never wish on anybody and I, you know, I never wanted to experience it, but going through, I almost said a season, but it was years on and off of severe depression and things like that. It's like, it taught me to be more sensitive to people, but especially now, now even more so it's like, um, just realizing that um, if somebody is acting in a way that would be hurtful to me or um, even, you know, to people that I care about, it's like that person that is lashing out in that, um, that way or is, you know, lying about something or doing whatever, like it's like they probably need the love more than anybody in the situation. And I mean, and that like, that's Jesus. (laughs) That's, um, I mean, and I think like looking at Jesus, like he is the standard that we are supposed to live by. We aren't supposed to, compare ourselves to other people, you know, we're supposed to be like him and he's the standard that we're supposed to live to. And I know, um, I know there's been times when like, I've thought like, that's a ridiculous standard to expect me to live at, but it's like, it's not because I literally have the same spirit living inside me. And, um, and the more I, um, the more I choose not to take offense about things, I know like for me, it's, it's definitely been, um, there's, there's been situations with friends and family that have come up where it's like, um, they're going through something difficult and it's like, I'm like, God, like, why am I the one that has to be the one like helping this person. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what qualifies me to, to do, but it's like, he's like, you, you know, the word and you've had to walk through things yourself. And now you can empower people Mm -hmm. to believe the same. That's good. good. Yeah. And I mean, that's really been a challenge for me. And it's like, it's been a challenge to not, um, not compromise myself in trying to be sympathetic with people 
because you can be sympathetic and you can listen to somebody because a lot of times I've um I've learned this the hard way. It's like people don't want to hear advice most of the time. They just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. And um just allowing somebody to talk and being a willing ear to listen. And it's like the more you're showing that you're just willing to be there, that you're willing to listen, uh, they're probably going to be more willing to take yeah, advice. That's 100% true. Yeah. yeah. And um, that's definitely something that I've been w- walking out recently. And But it's also there's times when it's like someone is speaking so negatively and just so caught up. And it's like mm-hmm. it's being able to gauge when it's like, hey, you need yeah. to stop. That's yeah. good. You need to stop. But then there's also times when it's like, you can just you can feel the hurt, yeah, and it's just it's just being able to gauge, and that that's love. That's like it's you know, being sensitive to the other person, and because love is it's not just like oh everything's gonna be okay like all the time. Like sometimes love is you know tough love. It's speaking honestly, yeah. and and that's something that I've had to learn how to do in the right, <laughs> right way. Because, yeah. um, I mean, there there is where, it, like, we think that, you know, I was being honest with them and I was doing it, but it's like, I mean, just the tone of my voice can yeah. tell you that that was not the way to go yeah. about it, you know? Well, two things. Um, there's a vine that it's like... <laughs> How you speak to people is, you know, the tone of your voice. And then yeah. there's the dog. It's like, I love you, dog. And, like, the dog's like this. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have to put that clip in there yeah. so people understand it. But going off of what you were saying about listening to people, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that's John C. Maxwell or something like that. I'm not 100% sure. But anyway... They don't care if you can quote the scriptures front backwards from Genesis to Revelations mm-hmm. and three different translations. They don't care, yeah, until they know that you care about them, yeah. And that takes time. It takes time to invest that. You know, when it, it when they're talking to you, are you on your phone? And this is this is me coming from a place that I have to do this as well. Are you on your phone when they're talking to you? Because that sends a clear message of. You're not important enough for me to put this down. Yeah. Um, you know, is it, you know, do you take time out? Or when you're talking to them, are they the only thing that you're focused on? And it goes back to, you know, when I'm pl- I'm putting on my, my mental health mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing at work and everything, <clears throat> we sit down and it's like, okay, tell me what's going on. And then I'll just listen for however long it takes for them to get through whatever's going on. And then... I'm like, okay, you got any more? And then <laughs> sometimes it'll, yeah. it, sometimes it's like kind of like repeated, you know, say the same thing over and over. And then I'm like, all right, what are you going to do to, you know, what, you know, I'll ask them like how they're going to try to fix it. And then I'm like, okay, well, let's try this. Yeah. And then I'll give them some advice and everything from there. But by that time when I'm giving advice, they've seen me, listen to them that whole time Mm -hmm. and they're like okay he's not just gonna talk at me because i used to like when they come in they'd say a little bit like all right hold on let me tell you what's like that's how Mm -hmm. my style used to be now it's just kind of like i just take everything in i'm like and while they're while they're talking to me i'm like okay god 
Give me some fire. <laughs> give, me some, give me some fire. I'm going up on it here. I'm like, tell me what you want me to say. And he always comes through. So yeah. It reminds me of like, I know you always say like, you know, God, tell me your heart for mm-hmm. this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's. That's you're going to do even in that moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because like I. Um, and that's a big point. There's somewhere else I want to go with this too, but um, that's a big point. You, you need to be able to tell when someone's just moping and when yes. someone's actually hurt. Yeah. Because the moping, that's what you cut off. Mm-hmm. The genuine hurt, they need to get out. Let them talk for however long. But the moping, you can tell. They're just, oh, whoa, is me. Whoa, 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 whoa. It sounds like it sounds like whining. It's not like genuine. You yeah, know, like they're legit going. They're just like, oh, today sucks, blah, blah, blah. and they're just allowing, you know, yeah. those thoughts. But but the moping, if you don't cut it off, then can turn into genuine. Like it, yeah. if they maintain that, because then they're gonna continue to build a life off of that, and then they're gonna get to this place, yeah, where they need to talk for three hours because they've legit got themselves in a bad spot yeah. because they never controlled their thoughts. They never they never learned that. Uh, this is good. This is good. This is from my dad here. Okay. He he taught a message February 10th is when he preached this because I just edited it. Do you remember that? I was guessing. <laughs> um, he taught on a message. It was called um, Your Words Have a Future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And good. We, we've heard, you know, you reap what you sow and everything, mm-hmm. but our words control so much. Yes. There's life and death in the tongue. And... Like, you know, us being friends with people or mentors with people, if they're in that spot where they're sowing bad seed, Mm -hmm. it is our job to help them plant good seed instead of just keep throwing bad seed out there. Mm Because they're going to reap that if we Mm -hmm. don't help them. And it's not, you know, out of, okay, I got to, you know, you're not panicking, but it's like, I've got to help them get into the right the yeah. right thought patterns. You know, if it's coming from a place of fear or whatever, it, we've got to help them. And yeah. it, it that just hit me because it was like, your words have a future. Yeah. So just yeah. be careful what you say. Um, <clears throat> your dad said something else too. Yes, yesterday in his message, it was it was really it was good. Fam. It like the last like, I mean I his mess his messages are always good, but I feel like the last month. Oh, they've been um, they, Yeah, but yesterday he's he was actually, he went to um, the parable of like the seed and the sower, mm-hmm. but he um, he made this statement. He was like, I wrote it down. Where is it? Seed has authority over the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that was when funny. he said that, I was just like, yeah. <laughs> um, because if I... Um, my my words are like seeds and if i'm putting good word into the ground you know that seed is going to you know come forth and bring the the fruit that i have spoken that i'm mm-hmm. believing for and therefore that ground that territory is under my authority Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we can. You can check out that message. We'll we'll link it. <laughs> it, it was it's, it was really it's good. Fire. Um, 
I, I, I passed you the ball, but you kind of punted it. I'm sorry. I the seed thing made me think of that, and I was just like, I have to talk about it. No, no. This was early. I, what I passed was the, the ball and just I'm, kicked it out. Baby, you know I'm not good at sports. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about earlier about not compromising on dreams or visions. Oh. And God's been just, we're going to have to do a whole episode on God showing us. Yeah, stuff. dreams and visions and everything, yeah. It's lit, fam. I guess I... Stop. <laughs> that's going to be our first shirt. It's lit, fam. <laughs> that's going to be your catchphrase. Yeah. Your face. You're like alienating a good part of our audience. Uh, <laughs> that's okay, because I only speak one by <laughs> <laughs> Oh, If you're still here, I'm going to give it to Amy now. I guess I wasn't following what you were wanting me to talk yeah. about. Um, I know, um, recently, um, God's been telling me to, um, get a vision for different things going on in my life. And, um, I'm just, I'm being vague cause it's sensitive stuff, but, um, like um well you know <clears throat> the verse that keeps coming up about this is Ephesians 3:20 Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think and um there's so many times when I've limited God to my own understanding of things. And um, there's something that Zach and I are praying about right now, praying over. And every time we um, are praying about that subject, like the dream just gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> it really does. And, but it's like, as we're praying it out and God is, he, it just amazes me that like he, he dreams these beautiful dreams for us, mm -hmm. but it's like he makes us in a way where it's like, it's exactly what we would want. Yeah. It's not like he's forcing us to, like here's my dream for you like force feeding it to <laughs> yeah. us kind of thing um he's like i made you this way and i love you so much and i like who you are and i'm gonna give you these dreams that are so huge and like god just he just he knits everything together in a way that is it it blows my mind <laughs> and um i know yesterday like we were praying about something and it was like god just kept putting little things into our minds into our hearts and um i mean it, it was just beautiful it was awesome and um but it's also like being willing to It's it's acknowledging that God's thoughts 
God's plans, his dreams for a situation are so much better than what we could concoct. Hmm. And there's a situation that's been going on in my <clears throat> in my life recently and um you know, I've been praying these things and you know, I'm like I know that this is what God's word says about this and like it wasn't I wasn't wrong um but it was he he told me something yesterday about it that kind of surprised me but it was like um he was like sometimes like we we may be praying for a resolve to a situation but sometimes a situation or something has to die in order for a a better thing to grow out of it. It's um, God's all about um, exchanging beauty for ashes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes something has to (coughs) burn to the ground in order for even greater beauty to come out of it. It's just like, um, you know, we, when like a controlled, burn they do that in order to fertilize the ground and mm-hmm. science you know but science. It's, that's, that's what i tell my kids if i don't know how to explain something i'm like you, you know science, science. <laughs> like, um and you know but from that we get an even greater growth of uh life and he was telling me that about a situation i was like oh um are you sure about that? And he was like, do you think I'm sure about that? And I was just like, okay. Um, and you know, it's, it's difficult, but it's like, you know, he, he doesn't think the way that we would think in our human understanding, but we have the renewed minds of Christ and God reveals his thoughts to us, his secrets to us. And, God's all about showing up and showing out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if we don't compromise ourselves, bringing that word back in, we'll be able to see those miraculous, (coughs) those miraculous things. Because it's like when we thought it was like way too far gone, God's like, yeah, right. I'm in control of everything. So just standing on that. And I know yesterday... Um, I'm gonna, second time referencing the message. Um, yesterday in church, Pastor David was um, referenced Romans four and talking about Abraham receiving, um, Isaac. yeah, and receiving God's promise. And uh, verse eighteen. This is Romans four. Even though there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing that he would become the father of many nations. For God said to him, that's how many descendants you will have, talking about Mm -hmm. looking at the stars. Um, And Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though at about 100 years of age, he figured his body was as good as dead, and so was Sarah's womb. Um, But Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger, and in this he brought glory to God. Because that's what God's ultimately wanting Mm -hmm. is glory. And when God is given glory, like it's just 
it's another when God is given glory, it's like another testimony is put out there and all those testimonies are they're speaking to people and it's just like it's just this ever evolving mm-hmm. thing and that's how the kingdom grows. Yeah. Um a few things to kind of tag team off of that. Um <clears throat> we're from something dying and something new being brought out of it, like this be a light is that thing for me. It's it came out of a place where something that was unhealthy had to die away for God to be the focus, for God to be yeah. the main thing, and He is giving me the vision for this, and it is growing. Like mm-hmm. it's been. Nerd Cave essentially was the compost. God kept telling yeah. me compost. You know, it's, it's these things that we we use to that are dead that we use to like make mm-hmm. things grow better and everything. Yeah. It was the compost for be a light, and be a light's growing and it's reaching people with the word. Mm-hmm. But it was he was also telling me that <clears throat> if we don't compromise, if we keep the faith, not hope. Hope is just hope. It's like, oh, well, I hope it happens. Yeah. It's like you, you're not putting any action into it. And you should check out my three steps to developing faith because mm-hmm. I talked about this. Talked about Abraham, too. I'm like, he's preaching my message. Faith. Where did you get that? The Bible? <laughs> but one of the, the things that's kept sticking out to me is faith without action is phony. Uh I'm pretty sure that's James 2 and 7. Um, But that is such a huge thing. Faith without action. If we don't compromise and we keep our faith and we keep working towards Mm -hmm. the dreams and the visions that God has given us, that's the pathway. And it's not just sitting here just like, God, you're going to give me a million dollars. That's hope. Yeah. <laughs> like without you doing something, that's hope. Mm-hmm. And it sometimes it's an and suddenly. Yeah. God's like, boom, here it is. And then Ka-chow. sometimes, you know, it takes us growing into the dream he has for us. Yeah. It takes us developing him, pruning us and mm-hmm. developing us and us not compromising from that vision because it might be, a year down the road. It might be five days down the road. It might be 10 years down the road. But as we keep the faith, as we keep putting action towards it, he's preparing us for that vision, for that dream, Mm -hmm. because he's not going to give us anything that we cannot handle. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It's just like the Israelites. If he would have gave them the promised land, all the promised land at once, they would have just been overran with wild animals that would have killed them all. So it's Mm -hmm. him... He's always been preparing us in increments to yeah. grow into what he wants for us. And, I mean, even with Abraham, who's the, the, you know, the father of the faith, the, one of the main example, it was decades before he got yeah. his yeah. promise. Decades. I mean, God took him from a place where it's like, yeah, it might happen, to like, I'm drying you up as much as I can. <laughs> Just being real. I'm drying you up. as I'm, All the rivers, they about to be dry. It's some dusty, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying that he, okay. he took him to the end. So, so 
But sometimes God wants to take you to the end of yourself. Come on. Before he gives you yeah. something so that you have no ability to say, I did it. Yeah. Sometimes some of us are so hard-headed that God has to take us to the place where we literally yeah. go, I did nothing. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the capabilities, the abilities. I'm not smart enough, not good looking enough, not nothing enough. He just did it. And I'm still amazed. Like you're amazed, but I'm more amazed because it's happened to me. <laughs> um, but one thing I want to bring up is, and we've touched on it just throughout talking, but not compromising is not just for yourself. Yeah, We don't compromise because of other people. And this is something I'm learning even now. And this is something well, I've been, he's been trying to beat into my head for the past uh, 10 plus years that I've been saying. Lovingly beat. Yeah. Oh, no, no, he, <laughs> No, he just bow to stop doing it. <laughs> you know what you're doing. Um, and uh, but because there's always been this like, what's happened in my life is he makes me more and more stable. Even if I'm trying to destroy everything, he just makes yeah. me more and more stable. He makes me everything around me, but he keeps doing that. And then he gives me a heart for people, and I'm like going out and helping them and all these things. And this isn't to, to boast on me because to be honest, I don't like doing this stuff. I, 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 not not myself, but like with him, like I want to, and and he's starting to show me now. The older I get, of course, you know, I went through my teen years, all this stuff. I was very rebellious and everything. But the older I get, the more I realize, like I need to be stable. I need to be that tree that's built up big that has all the the birds of the air can come rest in the the beast of the fields can come find shade and that's not talking about animals it's talking about the people you know we need to be those trees that people can come find rest in and if we're always trying to get our way we're never going to become those trees Mm -hmm. but if we're also trying to become those trees i was listening to uh someone today and they were talking about um there's a lot of people who they they want growth on the outside but the roots, they have no root. So mm. the second anything comes, the second the first bird lands to even try to find shade, everything crumbles down. That's what I've been for so many years is I've been this, it looked like a good tree. And every time I do anything, it's like touch it. It's like, boom, everything's done. Yeah. And he's like, there's no root. And the root system is extremely important. I mean, we're not going to go into any agri- agriculture thing, but, you know, they grow like three or four times down more than that they do up. <laughs> Um, but it, it causes us stability. And so we need to have deep roots. It says, Scripture talks about let your roots grow down deep. And so we need to let be rooted and grounded in the Word. We need to actually have that stability of the relationship with Him, not going for the showy things. And I'm talking from personal experience and personal lack and personal failure. <laughs> um, even recently, just, just um, but what He's teaching me is not to look for the external uh, product of stability or anything, but with internally to where things don't phase me anymore, situations don't phase me, praise doesn't phase me, criticism doesn't phase me, um, anything like that doesn't phase because he needs us to get to that place so we can actually grow. Because if we have fear of man or if we have of self-doubt or self-loathing or any of these things, they, they kill they cut cut the roots. They kill the roots that, that are tr- growing down deep to make you stable so that those people, because I have people in my life who they don't have any like other Christian influence in their life. Mm-hmm. And if I'm sucking at being a Christian, 
They're not yeah. getting a good representation. They're not getting a tree they can come find shade under. And, you know, that could lead to their salvation. Me constantly being a place where they go, man, every time I'm around you, I'm just full of peace. Yeah. I don't know. I feel safe around you. Yeah. I don't get it. I just have joy. Like, I'm just, when I get around you, everything seems like it's going to be okay. I've had people say that to me. But they need to say that all the time. You know, and they and we need to be that place where people can come. Be like, I don't know. You know, they could be atheists, they could be nihilists, they could be all these things, whatever they want to proclaim. But when they come around you, for some reason, their beliefs aren't helping them. But when they get around you, they're peaceful. Yeah, they're joyful. They're expectant. They're hopeful. Mm. They're they're what? And then then eventually, it's going to click and go. Maybe it's what they believe. Mm. Maybe this Christian thing actually means something because yeah. we're showing consistent fruit, consistent proof. Because if you, if you plant like this, if you plant something and it grows up and produces for a minute, that's okay. But if you have something that grows and continually in season produces all the time, constantly, you can know when you go to that, it's going to have what you need. We need to be that type of Christian, not that, oh, here's that one fruit. I finally produced a fruit. Here you go. That's the one you get. That's all you get, and I'm dead. And literally, it might not be up again. But if we can consistent, be consistent, where we're constant, they can come to us. They know they're going to get the same thing every time. They're not going to get this up and down, weeble, wobble yeah. craziness that you know, a lot of us do portray. Yeah. God gave me a few things. That's and then, <laughs> Zach gets this face when God's like telling him something. Like I'll be, I'll be talking about something. He's like, <laughs> and I'm just like, can you like wait till I'm finished talking? <laughs> uh, um, I'm just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Two things. Um, and this goes back to the tree of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I don't think I've ever heard that verse before um, about us being a tree for the birds yeah. and the beasts mm-hmm. and all of that. But this is good. Okay, this is, <laughs> this is from God. This ain't Zach. We are made new creatures through Christ. Mm-hmm. Jesus is essentially the seed that is planted in us. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the tree of life. Mm-hmm. So if he's the seed, his seed is in us. Mm-hmm. We are supposed to be tree of life as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be bearing fruit mm-hmm. of the, our spirit. Kind. Yeah. Yes, we're supposed to be bearing, you know, bearing that fruit and everything for everyone to see. Yes, for everyone to reap benefits off of that. Yes, from you know all all the fruits of spirit and all that kind of stuff. People should be able to come to us with their situations to find rest in us Mm -hmm. for us to be able to bring them up. The the reason Jesus cursed the mulberry bush or mulberry tree is because he expects us to be able to be in season at all times. That's true, yeah. And that's good. It was it was just like Okay, God, so we've got to be in season all time. It's, it doesn't matter if you've had a bad day. It doesn't matter if wow. everything is going awesome. Good. Wow. We have got to bear the fruit that we are supposed to be growing, mm-hmm. and that's speaking to me as well, yeah. is we've got to be that representation because we are 
The tree. The tree. Yeah, come on. We are the tree. And That's some so people good. might only see one tree their whole entire life. Whole life. Their whole entire life. And if that tree is withered and died and it's not in season and the fruit is bitter, they're not going to eat of that tree. But if that, that tree is full of life, it's been pruned, it's been taken care of, they're going to come to that tree. They're going to find rest. They're going to eat of the fruit. And every time they think about it, they're like, man, I wish I had some of that fruit. I wish I want to go hang out with Amy today. Mm-hmm. I want to go hang out with Judah I want. I want to be around them. I, I just want to. I just want to get in their presence because man, mm-hmm. they just make me feel good. And whatever yeah. they're doing is what I want to be a part of. Yeah. And it's being in season. Yeah, that's good. Wow. It's being in season the yeah. whole time. And that's because um, I, want, I want to say this as well because um, you're responsible for what you say and what you don't say. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're thinking from us saying that, you know, you need to be in season, all these things, if your thoughts automatically go to, oh, man, I'm not doing good enough. Oh, no, man, no. I'm not. I'm Oh, man, I'm not I'm not in season. Oh, I remember just last week. I remember yesterday. Oh, if, if it goes right there, let me stop you now. Mm-hmm. Before that has any further ground to gain, stop it right now. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Stop those thoughts. Those aren't true. It doesn't, we're not talking from that place. We're just saying that that's where we need to be. Yeah. But how we get there is through relationship, through the mm-hmm. word, through fellowship. Because yes. iron sharpens iron. It's a friend to a friend. So, mm-hmm. you know, if yeah, if you have been slacking in an area, talk with the Lord. Be like, hey, man, like I said, like I said in my live stream, I think I said it. Well, I've said it one of these times. I, I one of my prayers is Lord turn all my obsessions to yeah. you. Anything yeah. that's that's taking my devotion, my mental thought life that is not producing what you want, turn it back to you. You know, because remember, this is not just you trying to figure this out. This is you and God walking in tandem in relationship. We're walking and there's no condemnation. He's loving. He's not wagging his finger. He says, David said, how blessed is the man whose sins are never held against them. God mm-hmm. literally doesn't look at you. He doesn't have a scoreboard. He doesn't have a marker. He doesn't have any of this stuff. Yeah. So get rid of your own stuff. I remember yeah. I was sitting there one time and he said, Judah, and I saw an image of like this beaker this in a measuring stick. And I saw them both get broken. He's like, you need to break your measuring stick of your own life you need mm. to break the beaker that you have that you think you're filling something up by doing good and you're eventually going to get to a place where you're pleasing you just need to know that I, I'm, he's satisfied he's made me pleasing wow. he has made me satisfying he's made me holy he's made me blameless mm. and we have to live from that place in a place of rest so if your thoughts went right there it's okay. You're growing. You're learning. When you get truth revealed to you, ask the Lord to make it who you are. Mm-hmm. When you hear truth, don't go there. Oh, I'm nowhere near that. Go, Lord, that's who I am. I thank you for helping me make that become who I, a part of who I am. If you begin to turn those thoughts of negativity into thoughts of thankfulness and flip them, you'll see a change within a day. You'll see an extreme change within a week. You'll be a different person in a month. By a year, you won't even remember the thought life you had because you'll begin to, when you hear stuff like that, and the thought comes and says, oh, man, I'm just not doing good. Lord, you'll begin to say, Lord, I just thank you that I'm going to continue to do better. Lord, I thank you that I have the heart to even realize where I messed up. I have the ability to know what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. Lord, I thank you that I can do all things through Christ. Lord, I thank you that the truth that they're talking about is the reality of my life. 
And just within three seconds, I already feel good. I'm pumped just off in a few <laughs> words. But when you, scripture talks about let thankfulness be your dialect. Yeah. Literally the language that you speak, let it be thankfulness. And so I'd even encourage you to take those thoughts captive with thankfulness. Whatever they say, flip them. You're stupid. Lord, I thank you that I'm not stupid, that I have the mind of Christ and I know all things. Whatever you want to do, get in the word so you have that ammunition. Because if Jesus had to say it is written, who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. You know, if he had to say it is written, he didn't say, well, you just saw the Lord. Uh, he, he opened the sky and said, it's my beloved son. Home well, but you saw that. No, he said it is written. It is written. It is written. That is how he combated the enemy. So we need to be able to. But if we don't know the word, we can't say it is written because we don't know what's written. Yep. We don't know what anything is. We can't say, well, well we're going to be like the, the seven sons of Sceva who are going to try to cast out a demon and say, just in the name of Jesus that Paul preaches, get out of him. And the mm. demon's going to go, uh, mm. Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? Yeah. But if we don't know, if we, when we get to know the word, they're going to respond to that. But we have to know, we have to get the word in us. That's why it's important. That's why they have audio Bibles now. Guys, I don't read the Bible all day. I press a button <laughs> when I wake up. And I let it go as long as I can. So just do that. Let it go as long. And if you space out for a second, oh, well, keep going. It's going to keep talking. And then you might catch one verse. If you only catch one verse and actually make that a reality in your life, is better than reading 60 chapters and not retaining anything. Yeah. Your spirit's still being fed. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So there you go. Don't compromise. Yeah. Because God's good. God's got your back. Mm-hmm. Just got a few more scriptures. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you're not trying to compromise. It's just the same spirit that's within you is one that's not going to compromise. And as you begin to submit, therefore, to God and resist the devil, you submit to his will. Jesus himself had to submit to his submit his own will to God. He yeah. never thought about that. He said, not my will, but yours. That means he had a will at one time. And so you submit that will. You submit to the greater power in you. The one who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So you have to know that you're not going at this from your own power. You're dead. Your abilities are dumb. They're they're nothing. They're worthless. (laughs) God's power in you, though, is almighty, all-powerful. We're living from that place of no compromise. Not a no compromise from a man's because Jesus himself said, with men, nothing is possible. With God, all things are possible. And you have the God of all possibilities dwelling in you. He's made you his habitation. He's cozy. He's comfortable. He's not going anywhere. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. So we have to take these things and go from a no compromise from a God perspective that we're not compromising because we're of him and he never compromises. We are of incorruptible seed, incorruptible seed. You can't compromise incorruptible seed. Scripture says you're made of incorruptible seed. You're a new creation. You're made in his image. Behold, the old has passed away. All things have been made new. You have no excuse. There's no excuse not to be able to walk like Christ. We have no excuse not to walk like him because he's given us the power. We have the anointed one with us. He dwells in us and gives us the ability to walk like him, to not compromise. This reminds me of. <laughs> I need to bring the keyboard in here and just get the organ going. <laughs> Where? <laughs> um, it just reminds me of the seed being compromised and not being compromised. Daddy was talking to my pastor, David, uh, was talking about how 
when seed is in the ground, it can stay in the ground for a really long time mm-hmm. without it yeah, rotting or anything. But if it stays in the bag, mm-hmm. if it's not put in the soil, that's when it can deteriorate. Mm-hmm. When it's not sown, mm-hmm. on, it can good. deteriorate. And that that's something powerful right there because, again, faith without action <laughs> is dead. So you got to take that seed. And then you might think, man, I only got a handful of seed. But a mustard seed of faith. Yeah. <laughs> you put that seed in the ground, you're going to see something. Yeah. yeah. You're going to see God start moving. And it just takes that step because it, God's good. Because <laughs> I, I, I wanted to say, it took me taking a step on faith, listening to God for the three of us to be here. Mm-hmm. And plus Shad. Plus Shad. He's, 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 he's not gone. He's polka dancing. Uh, <laughs> we love you, Shad. <laughs> Again, I really want someone to Photoshop that. Um, but it takes faith to do things. Yeah. yeah. It takes faith. So there you go. I hope, I hope everybody enjoyed the, the episode. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. I, I feel, I feel the Holy Ghost. <laughs> like, <laughs> not, not the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> like when you, I love that connection that God was giving you about the Tree of Life, and like I literally was seeing, <clears throat> it was like, just like this tree like growing out of us, and it was like. You know, you see in some kind of, you know, fantasy movie or something, it's like, a you know, the tree that's growing like right there in front of your eyes. But it's like all the, you know, stems and branches and the buds coming out and everything. But it's like that's that's coming out of me. And that's that's Jesus growing and filling out every part of me. And I mean, it was it's just a beautiful image. I'm I'm a visual person, and so God puts those things in. But it's just like the idea that I am the tree of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you have it, everybody. Make sure that you like us, that you share us, that you subscribe it, that you hit the notification bell, all those things that you hear everywhere else. Uh, it helps us a ton. Uh, to just get more reach so mm-hmm. more people get to hear the word because it's not about us getting famous. It's not about any of that. It is about the word of God mm-hmm. getting it to everybody. Yeah. Let, we want to be a light yeah. regardless of anything else. We want to be a light to the world. That's why we call it Be a Light. Um, but if you want to support us, you can go over to patreon.com slash I almost said something else. Slash be a light um, and support us there. And I'm just excited for where God is taking this. It is so beautiful. It is so beautiful. And I'm glad that you're along with the ride. Um, Check out all the other episodes. Definitely check out uh, Judah's live streams on the weekends. They're awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amy's uh, worship posts. We've been, it's, oh, it's so good. from Tuesdays where she's doing some scripture stuff or whatever God's putting on our, our heart to uh, sitting down on Thursdays and doing kind of a one-on-one worship session and mm-hmm. kind of leading us through that. Uh, I, I'm i lucky enough to be in the room when she's doing it and running everything, and I'm just, just feeling 
the spirit of God just move on that. And it's just awesome. So check that out. Uh, it's definitely good that we are uplifting each other, uplifting the body as the week goes on, because it's not just Wednesday night. It's not just Sunday, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. It's every day. Yep. And that's what we want. We want everybody lifted up and powerful. Okay. We mm-hmm. getting some of that Gatorade. All right. And <laughs> All right, I'm ranting too long. This has been Zach. Amy. And Judah. And Chad. (laughs) Have a blessed week.